The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. I'm not listening to your gender. Oh, what the fuck is that? Pennywise is on disability or something? How insensitive of you to point that out? You don't have the privilege to go to work? I'm a disabled American, and you think I can get up and go to work? I don't have that privilege. I'm gonna throw up. I can imagine the ugly things that go through your mind and the thoughts. I, I wouldn't want to live in your head for one minute. Go fuck yourself. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Ooh, welcome everyone to episode 24 hundo and 69 of the daily mother swole the most muscular swole cast beer cast broadcast gain cast man cast pimp cast sleeves cast and slay cast in the realm because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on? Beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and your hoes. It's your boy, Papa Swoleo back. With another episode in today's episode, the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2 Flexing on all you beef. Fucking Catalina wine mixer. It's just fucking Catalina wine mixer. The fucking Catalina wine mixer. Welcome to the show, everyone. Happy February the Ocho. Uh, We are back for another man cast. So drop it in the comments down below. What are you smashing today? It is episode 2469. Because, because. Yow. Ah, penis and peepees. Fam, the maturity has left the room. We are going deep today. We got awesome swole fam posts. We're going to take some amazing questions. And of course, we are going to act like five-year-olds. It's the fucking Daily Swole. Let's fucking go. Emotional damage. All right, welcome Logan, Jeff, Chris, Tyler, John. Uh, Drop in the comments. What are you smashing? Make sure you hit the like button. Share the stream everywhere you can. And of course, uh, make sure you leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you bang your ear holes, and check the description down below for all the downloads. We got the seven pillars over there at swolnormasex.com. We got the blog, and of course, we have amazing membership options for those of you that are looking to crush your seven pillars. And when I'm talking seven pillars, I'm talking community. I'm talking nutrition. I'm talking training, recovery, mobility, mindfulness, and consistency. Every single fucking one we have for you inside Swole Sex. So join us today. Join us, beaches. All right. That being said, let's get into uh, the nut so we can get into that tip. We got to rub one out first. That way we last more than five minutes. Here we fucking go, Falcon. Come on, baby. Ow. Oh, cool. 
Yes, sir. Put some respect on it. Yas Beaches. Right. Yes, sir. It is the dick draft again. Now, if you don't know what the dick draft is, um, if you do, you could drop hashtag double D in the comments down below for a chance to win today's swell card. The dick draft is a very, very, very special. Um, it's not a volunteer service uh, because it is a draft. But um, if you are so fortunate to serve uh, this nation, to serve the Swole Fam, uh, you will be drafted either as a general, if you're a female, um, or as a foot soldier, or should I say um, a cock soldier, in the dick draft, and you will be sent out to various places, Chicago, Washington, D.C., New York, uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco. We have a lot of uh, people serving there, Austin, um, in these woke-tard capitals of our um of our world and uh you will be you will be uh commissioned to um I, it's hard to say it but to uh to penetrate the septum piercings and the hair dye out of these maniacs so let's get a nice round of applause for those brave young men and women that are serving uh if you're if you've already been if you have already been uh, drafted, if you've already been drafted, if you have already uh, been drafted to the to the dick draft, drop in the comments down below. I want to I want to go through some of these brave young men and women, and I want to um, share that with all of you. Uh, we have Lady Hawk. It is a noble, virtuous duty. I am already a loyal general. Let's fucking go. Let's get a lot of America going here. Uh, Nerd guy 1988 says, uh, I can hip thrust 300 pounds. I am ready for my duties. And I, I do appreciate your, your anxiousness to serve, but unfortunately 300 pounds, uh, is just not gonna, it's just not gonna cut it. I, I would love to say that it would because we need all the help we can get, but seriously, nerd guy, you have to get that up to at least 405. Um, so you're close, you're close and we're grateful, but, um, not quite there yet, but I think, uh, I think we could find something for you to do. It's, it's just going to be tough. It's just going to be tough at 300 pounds. You, you might struggle. I mean, you're <laughs> tremendously, it's, it's a huge burden pun intended. So thank you so much for offering that up. But if you've already been volunteered, um, or you've already been drafted, drop in the comments down below, Jack Taylor, general Jack. Uh, proudly reporting for duty. Um, 
you ain't no general, fam. You are... <laughs> <laughs> you were a foot soldier. Uh, nerd guy says, I'm sorry, sir. I will train harder. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. All right. Hashtag double D for a chance to win today's swole card. That being said, we kind of lingered on that a little bit long. That's what she said. But I think it's very important to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Let's get a little tainty man here. We got a little tainty Aww. boy. And of course, we have Pinkston Churchill um, following suit. And she's snuggled on her uh, perch on the church perch, she's on the fluff, and uh, the Tainty Man's completely knocked the fuck out. <sighs> Stay classy, fam. Stay classy and hip thrust, hip thrust hard. All right, now let's get into that tip. Pua. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. Mm. Oh, it's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful day. <sighs> it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's really hard to... Uh, it's really hard to train for this. It's just, and it's very backbreaking work. You have to overload so hard. It's really, really challenging. It's not even just progressive overload. It gives a new definition of progressive overload, the amount of weight you have to move. So um, thank you for everyone that is training to get to that point. It's just a, it's a huge burden and we respect it. Um, Papa doesn't believe I'm a chick. All right, I believe you. I believe you. I I don't know from screen names here, but uh, thank you. All right, uh, let's see. We're all over the place today. The dick draft just gets me, it gets me so excited. Fam, we have an Aswole Fam roundtable this Thursday, <coughs> the 9th of February at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Thursday, February the Schneid at 5 p.m. Be there. It's going to be fantastic. That is tomorrow, by the way. Tomorrow at 5 p.m. is our roundtable. We will not be here for the public stream. I know, I know, I know. But you could be there for the roundtable, and those are fire. Goes from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. That's right, two fucking hours. And when you join, you get access to all the private accountability meetings on Mondays. You get access to the roundtables that we have every two weeks. You get access to the overtime segments. We will have another one Friday. So right after the round table or, you know, Friday morning after the show. And we feature a new driving while gaining every week. So you get access to all the driving while gaining uncensored. And of course, all the shit posts and things that we cover in the bonus overtime segment. So join us, uh, and reminder that tomorrow's episode is private. I will have a philosophy available on the public podcast on the daily swell podcast. So, uh, you can catch some little audio knowledge cock, but the full blown knowledge cock, the full series, the full, the full session will be for members. But when you join, you get access to all the previous ones. So we have 35 in there and this is going to be 36. It's going to be 36 round table. 36 It's going to be fucking awesome. We'll see you there tomorrow. Uh, Lady Hawk, don't assume her gender. Um, Papa chicks will dig you or dudes or whatever gender thing you're into. Sorry. It is the interwebs. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's 2023. Can't we do what I want? If you can claim to be whatever you want, if you can claim to be whatever you want, I can claim that you are whatever I want you to be. Isn't that how it works? If you can make believe, I can make believe too. So even. We're even. We're even. All right. First Swole Fan post. What's in the box? Let's do it. We got one here from uh, Elizabeth. All 
Right. Now, I think we introduced her in the Facebook group as well, but um, I love getting, because sometimes when we have introductions, we have people that introduce in both places. We have a lot of Elizabeths. We have a lot of <laughs> the same names, but we usually get a little bit of a different perspective depending on what you're posting. So very excited to read this. Elizabeth, uh, hey guys, I joined the fam last week. So far, I'm enjoying everyone's attitudes and personalities here. I need to get involved more with the discussions and live chats. I am the Elizabeth that was discussed in episode 2456. Nice. I guess technically I am not widowed because we never made it down the aisle. However, I def feel like one. Losing my fiance really set me in a whirlwind of depression. I sprung out of it finally this past year. And this was, this is the perfect fam for me. He would have loved this fam too. Can't wait to see what this all has to offer me here. I have had a lot of success recently in weight loss and have been crushing it at the gym, but I feel like I can always learn new workouts, recipes, etc. Thanks for taking the time to read, Liz. We're sorry to hear that, and thank you for sharing. Welcome to the fam. I wish he could be here with us as well and part of the Swole fam, but uh, I'm glad to know that he would approve, and of course, you're going to be working and improving yourself day by day. And we're here for it. Thank you so much for being here. And thanks for sharing. We got a post here from Joanne. Joanne's showing a massive amount of meat. That's what she said. <laughs> uh -huh. Joanne the writes, samples. lunch prep, grass-fed mince, which is ground beef for those that know, uh, onion, sweet potato, and a couple of eggs cracked in there. I put a bit of grass-fed butter over it when it was time to eat. Mm-mm-mm. Perfect. Seven weeks sober today, and I'm going to do some weight and measurements in a week's time. It will be interesting. I'm keeping up with my training and active recovery, learning and practicing new habits every day. Joanne, fucking killing it. Good for you. Seven weeks sober. Seven weeks sober and seven weeks swollen. Good for you. How many, where's the sober fam at? Those of you that might have gone through that. Where's the sober fam at? All right, <laughs> John, Yokozuna, why does that sound familiar to some of you? Yokozuna was a wrestler in the WWE back in the 90s. He had a sumo persona. To some of you that followed the WWE back then, oh yeah, man, that dude was massive. Whatever happened to that guy? Well, let me save you the Google search. We'll start by his stats, six foot four inches at 589 pounds. Did you know he passed away at 34 back in 2000? Anyone? No? It's interesting how when a famous wrestler dies, it's all over the news. Why didn't I hear about Yokozuna? Well, maybe he wasn't well known. Yokozuna performed a title match against Hulk Hogan. Was that well known enough? Other famous obese wrestlers, King Kong Bundy, 458 pounds, died at 64. The Earthquake, 467 pounds, gone at 43. Apologies for those reading this that were not wrestling fans in the 90s. I'll get to the point. All three of these guys entertained us as antagonists and were just as important as the other late famous wrestlers, but because they were obese, passing at such a young age, sure, let's have them fade into obscurity. We don't want to spread awareness that obesity kills because A, we're too chicken shit to go against a ridiculous narrative that's wiping everyone out, and B, and or we're part of that narrative. So rest in peace to all three guys who just put in as many hours of rehearsal and effort as the others. You all didn't pass the, quote, hip and acceptable way to do way due to steroids. Um, what the hell is wrong with society? Wake the fuck up. Well, thank you for the post, John. I'm not sure th this is kind of earlier back in, I don't know when of these other people died, but 
I, I just don't, I don't think it's necessarily the woke or go against a ridiculous narrative. Cause in the 2000, it wasn't like this. You, you didn't see fat positivity. Um, may, if I misread any of what you said, but I think it's just because when someone's morbidly obese and 500 pounds and they die at 45, it's not surprising, right? Or you die at 30 or what, what do you die at? Uh, 34. It's just not surprising. So if you have someone who's morbidly obese that dies wrestler or not, it's like, they're just not, it's not a shock. Like, Oh my God. Oh my God. They, it's just not surprising. But today, today, the issue is that we have a lot of obese people that are passing. You don't see obese 80 and 90 year olds. You don't see people you don't thrive. Maybe you can move around when you're 20 or 30, right? Maybe you can move around when you're 20 or 30 and you're obese and you're making videos and hashtagging and, oh, I'm such a good person or I'm so powerful. I'm so fucking brave because I ate myself into obesity. But it's not glamorous when you're 50. How old are all these fat influencers? What do you think? What do you think the average fat influencer age is? I'm curious. Aren't all of them in their 20s and 30s? How many of these fat influencers are in their 40s or 50s? How many people that are 40 or 50 that are morbidly obese or on the front cover of magazines or anything like that? They're not. They probably got tubes that are being pushed around. They got oxygen tanks or they're dead. Every time I see someone who's morbidly obese, they look like they're old as fuck, but they're usually in their 20s and 30s. They're not in their 40s or 50s, and they're certainly not in their 60s. You can look it up and Google Tess Holiday and shit. Isn't she in her 30s? or late twenties or something like that, or something crazy thirties. Um, they look a lot older because of the wear and tear on their bodies, but you don't see older or middle age obese models that are promoting it. You just see these young ones that don't have the compounded effects of these, of the damage. It hasn't been that long that they've been morbidly obese. They haven't been on earth long enough. Once you get to 40, 50, 60, and you've had 20 or 30 years with the stress in your body, it starts cascading. It's like an avalanche. It's like a snowball. It starts getting bigger and bigger, and that momentum builds, and you can't undo that. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how this progresses. It's not going to turn out well. I think we all know that. All right, speaking of making sick fucking gains and losing tons of body fat and not taking shit from anyone and um, making positive changes and looking amazing, let's talk about Kristen. Kristen writes, my body has been through a lot. I'm going to zoom in for the those of you that are watching, and then we're going to look at the picture, which is fucking awesome. So stay tuned. My body has been through a lot. I was 360 pounds at my highest. I was obese by the time I was in kindergarten. My family are all massive humans, so I was screaming genetics my whole life. One day, it clicked in my head that eating a large takeout pizza by myself might have something to do with it. This might be the post of, this is an epic post. Remember this one. Remember this one. Share this clip. Share this clip with your friends. One day, it clicked that in my head that eating a large takeout pizza by myself might have something to do with it. I started calling myself out on my own bullshit and I started making huge progress. It's been over six years since I started my journey. Up until the 90-day dash, I was creating my own workouts and damn, I didn't realize how much I was missing out on. When I started, I could squat 225 pounds but couldn't do a simple body weight lunge. I know, really sad, LOL. 
I'm fairly new to the fam, but I have to say it's so much easier now that I'm here. Listening to the podcast every day keeps me going. I don't have people to talk health or fitness with. I'm from Wisconsin. Beer and deep fried cheeses are a way of life here. I'm the outcast. It gets lonely. This shit keeps me going. Thanks, Papa. No, Kristen, thank you. Look at these fucking pictures. Let's get a round of applause. Talk about a swole slut, and uh, we might have a new general, fam. We might have another general in the fam. I'm going to take that dick draft. And that's rough. That's rough when you live in a place like Wisconsin. I have, you know, nice people up there, all that good stuff, you know, beautiful, but definitely not a uh, fitness capital, not a fitness hub. And, you know, there's a reason why people come down to Miami, of course, you know, Miami or LA, these areas that are really warm and nice. You have people that are narcissistic and full of shit. They're acting and modeling and stuff, but it's beautiful weather. So you're outside, you go to the beach, you're doing physical things. Usually you move to someplace that is, uh, not necessarily, you could be by the mountains and people do mountain biking and snowboarding and things like that. But of course, uh, places like Wisconsin, usually colder climates, people that are very physically active and want to take their shirt off and lift and run and do things you want generally warmer weather. So they'll move to these warmer climates, but, uh, I definitely hear you. And that doesn't mean that just because you live in a warmer climate, you're going to have people around you, but that's what the swole fam is here for. That's what we're here for. And of course, um, that's why I'm here every day and we're all here every day, uh, for the daily swole, reading these inspirational posts and making sure that you're, you know, you're not alone. You know, you're not alone. And the mindset that you have to better yourself, to be disciplined, to make sacrifices for your body and for your clarity of mind, for your future, for the person you want to become, the person you want to become would do these things every day. So if you're looking to become a better, stronger, more resilient person, guess what a bigger or more muscular, better, stronger, more resilient person would do? They would go to the fucking gym. They would follow the seven pillars. And you have to remember that a lot of people say they want to become someone X, Y, and Z. They have goals or aspirations to become an X, Y, or Z person. Well, guess what that X, Y, or Z person would do? They would be getting after it today. They would be training hard today. They would be putting in the fucking work today. They'd be following the seven pillars and executing today. And that's absolutely important to understand. You're not going to get there by wishing. You're not going to get to where you want to go by making a fucking vision board. It's going to be with blood, sweat, and tears, and it starts right now. So uh, another round of applause. Get a little golf clap. I give it a, uh, Thank you for a sharing, Kristen. We're so I stoked to have you. A fucking tan. And uh, man, those pictures are phew, ridiculous. If you're just listening, you have to pull up the podcast. And uh, don't forget, if you're listening on Spotify, you could also watch on Spotify. But definitely come to this, this, uh, this clip and check this picture out because it's super inspiring. Good for you, Kristen. Thank you for sharing, by the way. Last post here, and they'll move into some questions. Matt uh, says, did 15 minutes with my five-pound club, then kettlebell swings five rounds for three minutes each round. Needless to say, I'm fucking gassed. Gains aren't easy, but someone's got to make them. Now it's time to cook a steak and get ready for work. Let's fucking go. All right, beaches. More gorillas. <laughs> Round of applause for the Swole Fam. So if you're ready to join Matt, uh, Kristen, Elizabeth, everyone inside the Swole Fam, check us out, swolenormousx.com. Links in the show notes below. We have awesome specials going on right now. Access to all private live streams, private notifications, so you never miss a live stream. And of course, roundtables and all the programs and hundreds of yoga classes, thousands of recipes and master classes and Swollen 7 and instructional videos and brain gains. Am I missing anything? Am I missing anything? Fucking Swole Fam's the tits. 
absolute fucking tits. Each and every single one of you is the tits. We all have tits. We all have nips. Um, well, I guess some people don't have nips. As you but. can see, my nipples have been removed from my body. Where they are, I don't know. I forgot. I forgot. Some people don't have nips. Well, that was that was your choice. That was your choice. Hmm? <sighs> all right. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see what we got here. All right, let's take a question. Uh, we got a call. Let's take, we got one call today. Let's take one from Max. Let's jump in Max's question. You're on the sleazecast. Go ahead, Max. Is creatine a good investment for muscular hypertrophy? And if I do take it, does the amount of creatine I get from different types of meats reduce in any way? Hmm. All right, well, that's a a little bit more of a, a question. So creatine is a help for muscle hypertrophy. It can, it's really not for hypertrophy. It's more about recovery between sets, between subsequent bouts of short duration, high intensity activity, like sprinting or doing a set of bicep curls, for example. And it really has to do with your nutrition and sleep and training and work capacity and other things that will uh, lead to maybe it being more or less effective and how much supplementation you need, how much lean muscle mass. I mean, I take creatine. I, I take creatine pretty much every day, like especially when I train. I mean, sometimes I forget, but I usually take it every day. I'll take like seven and a half grams or something like that. Um, but because of my muscle mass, five grams is totally fine. You don't necessarily need more than that, but I eat plenty of red meat. So you get creatine and red meat, but you're going to get a lot more from five grams of creatine than you would from you know, even if you ate red meat every day, but everyone's going to react differently to it. It doesn't help muscle size in itself, but it's going to potentially help you push a little bit more and recover a little bit faster between sets and maybe get a little bit more out of your resistance training, which can cause a little bit more damage, which, you know, in suit, if you are eating properly and resting, you can build more muscle over overall. So a decent question, a little bit more background, a little bit Ask a little bit more nuance. Thank you for giving a little more detail than just being like, is creatine good? And then hanging up. Okie dokie. Uh, Tyler, Papa Soli, did you hear about the Chinese spy balloon recently? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, but super skeptical about it. Super skeptical. Seems very convenient. Seems, I, I don't think the real story is being covered. I think it's been made. Not, not that it's much ado about nothing. I just think it's, been a nice distraction. Pretty, pretty convenient. We'll see how it turns out. I'm skeptical about a lot of things. Let's see, John, let me tell you, Papa, that advice starting with five pounds with steel clubs is spot the fuck on. I started swollen seven club training. Five pounds is just right. Reminds me of lateral raises. Keep the ego at the door. Yeah. If you are in doubt when it comes to clubs or maces, go lighter than you think. Seriously, go lighter than you think. If you start with a club, and this is specifically for steel club, because if you use wood clubs, going with five pounds is going to fuck your world up. It's way too heavy. It depends on what you're doing for the swinging. But the way I say, the reason why I say that is because when it comes to steel club, five pounds with a steel club, is going to be a small club. But if you go with wood, obviously wood is less dense than steel. So it's going to be a much larger club, but it's further from the handle. It's further from your grip. There's more torque. So it might be the same weight, but a wood club of the same weight as a steel club would be a lot heavier because of the distance from where you're swinging. There's more torque and um, it's a lot more on your joints. 
So for example, a 10 pound club, and I'll swing a 10 pound club every day. I'll swing a 10 pound club every day. Um, I, I do 20 to 30 minute sessions with a, with a 10 pound club. And that's kind of like my base, my standard. When I feel better, let's say my joints, or if I feel a little bit worn down, cause I'm lifting too, of course, I might, if I feel be- better, I might do some more mace. I might go heavy once in a while, but I don't go heavy all the time. I have a lot of heavy maces and heavy clubs. I have maces that go up to like 70 something pounds. I have a lot of big wood clubs that are like 35 pounds, 45 pounds. I have a lot, but I don't swing those all the time because you're going to overdo it. You have to build up the frequency of, it's just like heavy weights. You don't lift heavy all the time. Um, what I mean by that is you might lift heavy several, you know, a few times a week, but you're not doing the same body parts a few times a week or the same volume because you're going to overdo it. You're not going to recover enough. So with the clubs and the swinging, it's a lot on grip strength. It's a lot on your elbows, a lot on your shoulders. And of course, when, because I'm combining that with my resistance training, I have to temper the volume. And if I do more volume with the clubs or the maces, I just have to go light. So I like that base. I like that base. I'll swing a 10 pound club very frequently, but a 10 pound club, if it's wood, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a huge club. So just keep that in mind. But if you're getting a steel club, five pounds, perfect for the average dude who's like, has some experience lifting. And if not, you don't have any experience lifting and, um, or you're female, I would recommend going for a two or a three pound club. You're going for high reps, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of repetitions, you know, over weeks and weeks and weeks, and it'll build up those tendons and ligaments and you can go from there. All right. Uh, Chris, can you substitute a club with a dumbbell? No. Um, or is a club better due to the weighted end? A club is a club and a dumbbell is a dumbbell. So no, you cannot substitute a club with a dumbbell. Nope, nope, nope. I mean, can you get a similar motion? You can, but because of the distribution of the dumbbell, it's not a club. The whole point of the club is that the weight is at the end and you can make your own. You can get, sometimes they have those handles for forearm things. You put a plate at the end. You can do some of that stuff. Sometimes a club can be beneficial because it has a little knob at the end. So it decreases your risk of it slipping out. So you can, can you make your own stuff? Yeah, you can use a rope and there's different ways to swing a club. You can, it's really just the weight at the end. So you can make your own, you can do different types of things. You could probably make it with like a wood stick and then tape like a water bottle at the end of a stick. You could make your own. You really can. If you're industrious or you're creative or you can't afford the club, it's just a a heavier weight at the end of a, of a stick. And depending on the length, you can make your own. You just got to be creative and make it or buy one. They're not expensive on Amazon. Like a five pound club is what? 25 bucks or 30 bucks or something. That might be expensive to you or to whomever's listening. So not trying to, you know, be insensitive to financial situations, but in the great scheme of things, it's not expensive. It's not like it's a thousand dollars, my point. And the thing is the benefit, the benefit to club work versus, uh, you know, what you get from a club when you, what you get from it versus the amount of equipment you can buy for a home gym and getting all these different dumbbells and you get so much value from the club. And if you've never done this, it's like yoga. So those of you that might've trusted me on starting to practice yoga and you never did, and you're thinking, oh my God, why didn't I start this earlier? Why didn't I start practicing yoga sooner? It's the same thing. I'm like, fuck, 
club and mace training has been around for hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years. Why didn't I feel, I wish I knew about this earlier would have been an epic part of my training for most of my life. But at the same time, I found it when I found it. I'm glad I found it now. And I, I'm glad I'll never have to be without it again. So emotional. Uh, Tyler. Uh, Papa Solia, how can I break a temptation with negative and garbage foods? What I see on social media and community surrounding by toxicity. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, if you, what you see on social media. So one, stay off social media, unfollow and scroll past and don't expose yourself to garbage foods and stop spending time with people that subject themselves to that kind of self-mutilation and self-harm. How do you break a temptation? By removing yourself, by meditating, by exercising, by eating first. If, you're, if you have to go somewhere, you have to, and you know there's going to be garbage food, eat quality food first and then go, and then you're not hungry. That's the simplest fix. If, you, if you're going somewhere, let's say you want to go see your friends. All your friends are going to this restaurant. You don't want to eat that shit. You don't want to eat there, but you want to see your friends. It's this thing that humans do that they have to be stuffing face when they spend time with people. Okay. It's very evolutionary, but now we're just, everything's revolved around food. Just eat first. And then you can drink water when you're there and just spend time with people. You don't have to eat. And let me tell you, if you go out to eat or you're going somewhere and let's say you're already following the seven pillars and you don't want to eat this garbage and you already look at food differently or junk food and fake food differently. When you eat and you go, I'm telling you, pay attention. When you eat first and you go and spend time with people and they're just sitting around stuffing all this shit in their face and you're spending time with them, it looks disgusting. Just people's behavior around these foods. It's the same thing like being sober when people are drunk. It looks so stupid. It doesn't look appealing or attractive at all. Uh, it's just embarrassing. If you're sober around people that are drinking, it's just, it just looks stupid. Same thing when you're sitting around people that are eating garbage food when you're full. So satisfy yourself. Eat first, drink water. And, you know, other things, let's say you're going somewhere and there's alcohol and you're not drinking, drink water. And I would also recommend like scheduling things early in the morning the next day. So you have to leave early or you don't have the temptation to go, period. If it's a real thing that you're trying to break, like set, you know, you're going to the gym at 7 a.m. You're not, I can't go or I can go for like 20 minutes and then I have to leave because I have to be up early and just make it non-negotiable with yourself. There's a lot of ways to get around it. If you have more specific question about that, Tyler, it's kind of vague, so I just gave you a little rant on it. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Frank just got my copy of Estro Generation. I can't wait to start it tonight. Is there anything I should pay extra attention to in the book? Just read it. You'll enjoy it. Uh, the beautiful thing about that book is it'll give you the background and the reasoning behind it, but it'll also give you lists of things to do. So it'll be like, Hey, here's like, there's like three levels or something in the book, or like there's a gold level or like a platinum level or an Olympic level. So it's like, Hey, if you just want to make slight changes here, do these things. If you want to make more changes, do this. If you want to make the best changes possible, do these things. And it's pretty much the same stuff that I've been talking about here. You know, talk about, you know, getting rid of birth control and all these different like scents and fragrances and phthalates and also talk about shower curtains and all these other things. So read the book. 
Just pay attention to it. Uh, James, any good as an audiobook? Yeah, I think so. I have both. I have both, but I think audiobooks, when there's things like lists and things that are like more technical, you might want to have it in print too. It's a little bit on the expensive side when it comes to a book. I think it's like 30 to 50 bucks. I think the hardcover was like 50 bucks. But the audiobook is great too. Information's information. So however you consume information, there's nothing wrong with it. But you know, when the portion, when he goes to like the list, you can always write it down. You could probably even Google it and look it up. There's probably like a PDF or something or a list of it, but I would definitely get the information. It'll make a lot of sense. It is a good book. I mean, it's a good audio book too. It's a good book. Cause I, I, I purchased it, but I wanted to read it right away when I first got it. So I, and I, I talk about this a lot. Sometimes I'll, if it's a good book or it's something that I want to support and something that I want to have heart, you know, I want to have it here. Mama Sully and I, we, we love having books one to reference, but also I just don't like the vulnerability of having it only on my phone or my Kindle because you call it paranoia, call it what you want, but technically, you know, the power goes out. Let's say you don't have any books or Amazon just decides, you know what? We're not going to support this book anymore. So next time you connect to the internet, all of a sudden it gets removed from your library. It's like, no, I want this copy. I want this book and I want it, you know, I, I want it here and I want it all the time. So I don't, I don't want to be vulnerable to uh, their whims. All right, we got one from Melit Gannon. Melit Gannon. Papa Solia, which pump is better, biceps or triceps? Um, just like having children, I don't, I, don't, I don't pick which child I like the best or which pup I like the best. Um, I, don't, I don't favor pumps. A pump is a pump is a pump. I think there are better pumps than biceps or triceps. So irrelevant question. Um, if you're debating which pump is better, then you haven't gotten a good enough pump either way. So train more, train harder. Good for you. Uh, Wa Frost, Papa Solio, what's your opinion on carnivore diets? I think carnivore is the full-blown optimal elimination. I don't think it's ideal for everyone when it comes to long-term, but of course you might be, I might be carnivore on a day or a couple days, but if I have fruit, that's some, in some people's opinion does not consist of carnivore, but I still think that animals, if they're eating meat and all that kind of stuff, and there's a piece of fruit on the ground, they probably chew it or eat it or I don't know. So I, I don't really believe in just in not eating fruit. But we talked about this yesterday, I believe. You can make the argument that you can eat fruit, but only in season. That's fine too. But if you're doing carnivore, you might have issues with electrolyte balances. You might have issues with heavy weight training. You might have issues with sleep. Um, and that can be solved with just some basic fundamental fruits added. So just keep that in mind. I'm, I'm in favor of animal pro, you know, sources. I have a lot of raw dairy and raw kefir and yogurt, um, pastured eggs, grass-fed beef, tallow, butter, some fruit, some honey and fruit, and that's pretty much what I eat. It's fantastic. But organ meats, organ meats too. Uh, organ meats too, like um, liver, 
heart and bone marrow are fantastic. That's my opinion. I, I think most people will benefit. So if you're doing an elimination diet and you really want to take it, if you have a lot of autoimmune issues, I would take it more towards carnivore, at least for like the six to eight weeks. You'll be totally fine. Just keep in mind, if you go full carnivore, you might have diarrhea for like a week or two. And that's normal. We've had a question on that before. It's normal. Your body is changing over. Your gut biome is changing over. You have a lot more saturated fats. Your body will process things differently, but that dissipates. Just make sure you drink a lot of water and electrolytes and make sure you're, you know, getting back the water that you're pooing out. Pooing, pooing out. Maddie started carnivore for one month, slowly added honey and fruit, figured out I couldn't have a few things like nightshades. My face swells up. Best place to start. I agree. I agree. Elizabeth, that's why I'm so glad I have an original print of Huck Finn. Nice. I have a dictionary. I have a dictionary from like the 1950s or 60s. I would recommend everyone do that. Get a dictionary that on, on eBay or something like that from like the 50s or 60s. Shocker, the definition of a woman is an adult human female. So I would like to reference, in case I want to look up a word, I would like to have a dictionary that actually gives me, that is not... um it's not following revisionist history. They're not just going to memory hole fucking words. Uh, Damon Kitiona. What happens if my gym is flooded? One, you find a new gym or you create a gym at home and you train at home. If my gym gets flooded, I'm fucked because it's in my house or it's in the backyard. So train at home, do some yoga, do something. Let's see, Terp Tyler, Papa Solio, healthy food tips and recommendations, please. All right, I'm just going to skip this one. Super vague. Uh, check out my content elimination diet. Go to salonarmasex.com. Check, uh, check out the blog and all that stuff. And if you want a more specific question, I'd literally just answer that question, but very vague. We answered this already, but it's important. So Tom Lenchon, how heavy should I... How heavy should be a steel club for a beginner? We talked about that for men. I would do five pounds for females. I would go for two or three, which probably wouldn't make it steel. It would make it like a composite or plastic, but I would recommend that. If you're very, very strong for a female, you might want to go five. But um, when it comes to the club game, lighter, lighter over heavier. Dargan 04416, best exercise to burn fat. There is none. Um, follow the seven pillars, download your free copy, swanormousx.com and start learning about the fundamentals. Off-road Brit, what do you think about calisthenics? I think rings and push-ups and pull-ups and things like that are great. I mean, skipping leg day every day if you're doing calisthenics pretty much. Um, I think bodyweight exercises are fine, but I don't think you should only do them. I think you should be doing overload and resistance for your bones and for your, uh, for your skeletal system and for if you want to build more muscle. And muscle is very important. Strength is very important. So body weight, strength, controlling your own body is fantastic. But it depends on what your goals are. If you want to build muscle, then lift some fucking weights. Everyone hit that like button, fam. Like police. Come on. For all the people we have watching, you got to make sure, fam. It's up to you. Make the likes match the views. So everyone hit that thumbs up. And I know some of you are like, oh, I forgot. Don't forget. Thumbs up. I don't want to be here and be like, hit the thumbs up and the like button. I hate saying that shit, but I should because you guys don't fucking do it. Hit the like button. And if everyone does it right now, you're going to have a lot more people uh, flooding in because YouTube's going to notify Bishas. Could you milk me? So hit that like button. 
If you support the nips and the beard and the mane, hit that like button. We're about to move on. Um, we're about to move on. Jessica, what's the biggest indicator when you are ready to move up in weight with clubs? Good question. I would make sure that you're doing, uh, whether you're doing inside or outside circles or inside and outside um, milling, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, if you're doing, let's say, uh, like a club, like an actual, like the steel club or something like that. The thing is the jump from the five to the 10, it, it's a big jump. it's a big jump. So it's going to take a while for people to shift with that. But I would say the biggest indicator is that you're able to do continuous like 50 or a hundred, like 50 to a hundred reps straight. You know, like you're going like, you know, inside circle, you're able to do like a hundred reps straight 50 to 75 or so. Like you want to get up there. So you have to build a lot of endurance. So what I usually do is I'll do 15 to 20 reps or like 30 seconds. I'll do, you know, inside circles, my right inside circles, my left overhand, on my right overhand, on my left. I'll listen to a podcast or a song. I'll just set a timer. I'll do it for like 20 minutes. And I'll use like the 10 pound club or sometimes I'll use a 15 depending, but high reps, super high reps is much more important. My jump will just be two to five. That's a big jump. Two to five. I mean, you can also get a three pound or you can get a four. I would recommend going to like, I, I honestly, I would recommend doing one pound increments if you can, but I would recommend going two to three or two to four instead of two to five. I mean, you're going to get there eventually. You're going to get there eventually. You're going to get there eventually, but you want to start pushing those reps, reps up there. I would say somewhere around like three minutes, three to five minutes, like continuous with that one movement or that one arm is a good sign. Five to 10 is really big. And this is why, this is why wood clubs are often better um, just because of the increments. So they're usually done by kilogram. So you'll get like, because if you're getting wood clubs from for example from Peter over at body body mind fit you'll have like clubs that maybe are like 1.1 kilogram and then 1.2 or then 1.5 there's like a range then you get 2 kilogram you get 2.3 so 2.3 so you really you know kilograms 2.2 pounds you can get a lot of increments you know they're more expensive because they're wood and they're handmade but you can get a lot of nuanced weights and stuff like that more than just going from five to 10 to 15. It's a huge jump. I mean, it's a very interesting thing. There's definitely, I would say a market for doing, uh, I mean, you could find some clubs out there. They're not properly weighted in my opinion. Like some of the clubs that will go by kilogram and kind of get you like 13 pounds or nine pounds. They have too much weight in the handle. Um, there's one company, Great Lakes Gearia from Canada and they're just like, they redesigned their clubs and I'm not a big fan. Um, their maces, there's too much weight in the handle. It, it's a, it's a weird redesign. So I was kind of bummed out when they reformulated their clubs and maces, but they'll have like six kilogram, which is what, like 13 pounds. So it, it's important to have those little, like if you made a seven and a half pound club, that's a, that'd be a great thing, but I've never seen it. Um, you know, at least like in like an American format. 
So you don't see like five, seven and a half, 10, 12 and a half. That'd be better. I'm not sure why it goes from 10 to 15. But when it comes to, like I said, when it comes to steel clubs, the sizes are closer just because steel is so much more dense. So it doesn't look like a big jump. That's the confusing part. It doesn't look like a big jump. When you go from five to 10 or 10 to 15, like if you look at the Onyx clubs, they're very similar. I have the whole set and they're not that visually different, but because steel is so dense, then it's a huge fucking jump in the weight. But if you went from a wood club, it'd be a massive, huge fucking difference. It'd be a huge size difference. And of course, when it comes to wood clubs, it's the shape, it's the type of wood. There's a lot that goes into it. So it could be more length. It could be more like fatter. It could be more like a jug. It's, there's just so many different handles and then the thickness of the handle, the thickness of the handle makes a big difference. So if you have a, a thinner handle, it could be, you know, more or less challenging depending on the person. If it's a fatter handle, it's harder to grip or it's a different tension. So the grip size is different. So there's a lot of variabilities. That's why I have like a whole, I love collecting these wood clubs because every single club that I have, even if they're the same weight, they're a different feel. There's a different distribution. There's a different grip size. There's a different um, length of the club or the meal. It's just a different thing. Different types of wood have a different grip. So I like certain ones for certain things. And there's a lot of variability there, which makes it really cool. All right, let's get, oh, we're, we're far into it. We're, let's go deeper. Let's go deep. deep. Let's go deep. Uh, Cerny says, would like a thicker grip. Well, you can tape it, right? So if you have a club and you want to go thicker, you can get some hockey tape or some athletic tape and make it a little bit thicker for yourself. Uh, We know, I mean, of course, Cerny likes it thicker. (laughs) Shocker. Because thicker. But yeah, you can, you can do that. You can do that kind of stuff too when it comes to the steel club. All right, fam, are we ready for some uh, for some balls deep? By the way, I should have mentioned this at the beginning. If you want to call in to the show, askpapaswilio.com, submit a question, askpapaswilio.com. Links down below in the description and you can uh, call in and submit a question. But of course, tomorrow we won't be here. Friday, we'll get to those questions. But tomorrow is our Swole Fam Roundtable at 5 p.m. Roundtable 36. Join the fam today. Solo en el Swole Fam. Oh, tomorrow, Thursday, February the Schnein. February the Schnein. I'm excited. Tomorrow I'm getting my, you might think, Papa Solo, your beard looks good. Like I'm, I'm getting cleaned up tomorrow morning. Feels good. Feels good. I like getting to it now before it gets out of control. So tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, Tomorrow, February the 9th at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Be there. Solnormasex. Dot. Um, I'm opening up my camera. Okay, here we go. All right. So we did that. Excellent. Very well done. Now, let's get into some balls deep content. Uh, Before we do... Let's see here. Uh, because we cover a lot of this, I just want to read this story. I actually had it on Saturday or Sunday whenever it came out. 
and um, we just had the Ask Papa Swolio live, and we had the accountability meeting, so of course we didn't go over these stories. But uh, this one, mother admits she regrets letting her son, four years old, four years old, fam, transition to a girl identity and describes realizing her mistake was like leaving a cult after she had previously spent being a previously spent years being a true in quotes believer in transgender ideology boys have a penis girls have vagina indeed they do um rose who wishes to stay anonymous raised her two sons as gender neutral with her wife Mm. which was reflected in their clothes toys and language when her four-year-old son said he felt like a girl the mother encouraged him in his new identity which she has now admitted was a mistake that haunts her. You don't say. Good. I'm glad you're haunted. Her concerns rose when her son, then three years old, said he wanted to transition to a girl, despite being more of a stereotypical boy. Her honest confession comes amid growing cultural tensions in the U.S. over transitioning of children, which is child abuse, in my opinion, as many believe the ideology is introduced too early. Um, the, int- the ideology shouldn't be introduced at all. It should be something that's between an individual and their therapist, obviously, and <laughs> introduced too early. It shouldn't be introduced, period. You can say you are whatever you want. You can want to be something else, but you are what you are. And there's a meme going around that's pretty accurate, in my opinion. It's like you want everyone to accept your identity or your state that you want to be, right? You want everyone to uh, under... A lot of these people are angry online. Let me rephrase. And they're saying, accept me who I am or accept me as I am. And then people are now responding. It's like, why should I accept you the way you are when you couldn't even accept the way you were? So it's like, oh shit, fucking shots fired. And it's not like, oh, hey, there's a sick burn. It's just reality, right? You didn't accept who you were. So now I have to accept the way you I have to, I have to accept this, you know, made up version of yourself when you couldn't even accept you the way you like, you know, it's, it's a double standard and it's irrational and it's a mental disorder and it's unfortunate, but it's a combination of indoctrination when they're very young. It's a combination of like lacking of love and attention and wanting social acceptance, uh, especially in an environment when everything's online and your following count matters more than like. Uh, what's going on in school. Uh, people are in children that are susceptible going through puberty and having a lot of animosity between kids when they're all hormonal, which is very, very common. And most people, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, middle school is a fucking, or ninth grade up through is very challenging because kids are all just learning and figuring out things and kids are outcasts and you have the in crowd and the out crowd. And it's the same way it's always been, only you have these, uh, mind control devices, AKA cell phones and social media that are guiding people down this dark path. So if it's not happening in their schools from purple haired septum pierced teachers, it's happening online and kids are getting groomed on TikTok and on Instagram and they're getting force fed this fucking bullshit. And it's the food and it's TV and all that stuff too. Um, let's see. Uh, Rose said she had quote led her son's to transition and immediately worked hard to reverse the mistake. She said both her sons are now around eight and nine are living happily as boys and are quote blossoming and growing. So let's give a round of applause. At least look, if you make mistakes and you own up to it and you make those changes fine. So at least, uh, at least you didn't follow through and these, 
boys are going to actually turn into young men. And look, if you have these, if these kids want to do something when they're 25 or when they're older, it's like, oh, you could have stopped puberty. It's like, that's abusive. That's dangerous. And a lot of, let's say kids that act and they want to be a female, they think they want to be a female. They might turn out to just be gay men. Why is being a gay man so dangerous and so bad today? It's not. So this is kind of like a war on being gay men. It's a war on being a woman. If you could just say you're a woman, then it's an insult to actual women who are now being kicked to the curb again. So um, just things to keep in mind. Uh, Elizabeth, so glad I grew up in the 80s. I was a tomboy, but grew into a girly, foul-mouthed, completely straight woman. Thanks for knowing better, Mom. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, a lot of, like, quote, bisexual women are bisexual because of the food that they're fed, um, the fact that there are less masculine men around them, and maybe they haven't met a man that actually can treat them well and treat them right and give them some good salchicha, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of times... Um, if you're a bi woman, a lot of times maybe you're just hypersexual and you haven't actually met a real man yet. So that's becoming more farther and fewer between too. I said what I said. It's goddamn, goddamn truth. A lot of bisexual women that end up with a dude eventually. It's like, well, it's, it doesn't really work like that, which is totally fine. I mean, you do what you want, but in other words, you're still a woman. You're not pretending to be a man because... You had a bad hair day or you woke up cranky and like, oh, I got broken up with. I guess I'm a man now. It's not how it works. It's not how it works. Uh, Nancy in the Telegram chat says, tomboy here too. And I turned out to be a semi-girly and straight. Let people grow up and figure it out. Agreed. Agreed. It's the combination. It's the combination from uh, the food and, of course, the grooming. You can't tell us it's not the food. Phthalates in the food fucks up the taint, the endocrine system. That's how your body maps these things out. Sexual organs and these types of things. It's all endocrine system. And that's why endocrine disruptors are a huge problem. Because it disrupts the endocrine system. All right. So, hot fucking pile of garbage. Let's move on to uh, something that is, let's see, wait is also a hot pile of garbage. Let me see. Uh, let's look up that. Wait, I, I didn't pull up the rest. We can skip a couple of these other things. I want to bring up this chart, though. Uh, this says puberty blocker claims by year. This chart, uh, this chart shows... Insurance claims for puberty blockers in the U.S. by year. It shows claims have doubled since 2017. Fam, does this look like a normal chart? Puberty blockers. The claims for puberty blockers have doubled. They've actually more than doubled in four fucking years. Is it because there are just so many trans kids or are parents looking for love and attention and acceptance and falling prey to these delusions, kids getting groomed in schools and on social media. This is not normal. This is not a normal, a normal change. 120% for puberty blockers, for blocking puberty. Look, I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you want to wear women's clothing or whatever it is, but there's no fucking way in hell that in four years it's doubled. This is a very rare, rare, rare 
rare situation when it's legitimate. It's a very rare situation. These people are not activists. They're not looking to brainwash and to convert children. They just want to live their lives the way they want to and fine, go ahead and do it. But when you start uh, coming after children that aren't old enough to make these decisions, can you imagine how many kids are going to want to like just fucking kill their parents and just live with like just a life of resentment and hate because their parents gave that they, they want to play with a Barbie doll and now they're so their parents gave them pills or medication or injections to stop their fucking puberty to stop their development. Now they're going to have like a micro penis and a high voice the rest of their fucking life and they want to be a man and their parents took that from them or parents or doctors. That's some evil shit. So there, I mean, I, I've been doing, I created Swolnormous in the end of like 2015, 2016. Started doing the podcast May of 2016. Um, you know, renamed it Daily Swole. So I was doing the live streaming starting in like March or April because I told you yesterday I renamed it and stuff like that. So 2016, I was on Musical.ly. Musical.ly is now TikTok. So 2016, 2017, you look at that. 2017 to 2018, that's an increase, but it's not, you know, 633, 759. I forget what, I don't know what the metric is here. But then when TikTok really blew up, it was 2019. It changed from Musical.ly to TikTok, I think in like early 2019 or late 2018. And then boom, explosion. And wait till 2022 and 2023. Those numbers are going to be through the fucking roof. It's not going to drop in 2022 or 2023. That's for damn sure. So scary shit. <laughs> scary shit. Okay, let's move on uh, to something that is... I don't know. Less ridiculous? Probably not. Uh, we're going to do the Disney thing last because that's going to make me want to punch myself in the fucking dick. Uh, let's see. Stupid, stupider. Um, fam, pick a number, one or two. We'll do the third one last. So I don't care which one goes first. They're both horrible. I don't want to look at either of them. My fucking eyes, fam, my fucking eyes. And I just looked at the thumbnail. This is going to really hurt. Everyone hit the like button. Let's go. How many likes we got? Are we up to date? Has everyone hit the like button? Hit that thumbs up. If you're watching on YouTube. It's that little thing that looks like a thumbs up. Fucking hit it. You goddamn chodes. All right, let's go with, uh, let's see what we got here. Angel, um, or what I click on? Did I click on someone? Angel wants number two. Number two, let's fucking go. Hit that like button. You sluts. It's balls deep. Everyone's favorite part of the show. Number two, this is called not finding size. What's in the box? We're going to have to create a new size for this one. This is horrifying. And I just looked at the thumbnail. I mean, I didn't find Jesus that. Christ. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there because my ears, but my eyes. Why do you think I have sunglasses on? Papa Soli, why do you wear sunglasses inside? Yes, it's my myosolitis, but it's also for the balls deep section. Uh, the response or the question on TikTok that it's responding to says the large fits and you still complaining about, quote, not finding your size. <laughs> I mean, I didn't find my size. I'm not a large. I'm a 4XL. I'm a big person. Urban Outfitters does not carry my size like at all. Like, yeah, I fit into the large, but I shouldn't like have to squeeze into sizes that are not mine. You could do something about it. You could do something about it. Or not. 
in order to maybe possibly find an item of clothing in a physical store. And You're a 4XL. You got to go to big and tall. You're 4XL. That's not a normal size. And especially in today's day and age, 4XL is like, if you go back 10 years, a 4XL is like a 6 or 7XL. Like, if I had the choice between squeezing into a large and just finding that item of clothing in my size, which do you think I would prefer? My you would prefer everyone to bend over backwards and for life to be easy, but it's not. If you think I would like to squeeze into a large or just have what I want immediately without ever putting in an effort, <gasps> shocker, you want the easy way out. I'm not surprised. Let's move on. Size is not sold in stores unless it's like a tour. Like there's literally no other in-store options that sell my size. And I've talked about this many times. I'm muscular. I have to go to certain stores to buy clothing. If I want a nice pair of pants or a nice pair of shirt, I have to pay a fucking premium. Let me tell you. I have to go to sh places that have like spandex built into their dress wear. And th that shit's not fucking cheap. All right. Sometimes I'll find something at Express or I have to go to like other, you know, really high end places to get clothes that fit me when it comes to like dress outfits and stuff. I mean, a lot of pro bodybuilders, you have to get like custom stuff done. Like it's just it is what it is. But it's also my choice to lift. I'm not complaining about it. It's just my choice to build muscle and to have a body that most people don't. So it's just going to be that you have a choice to make those changes in your life. You don't want to, you're just going to complain about it. Okay. So when I want to feel included, when my friends are shopping, when my sister is going out, when I want to not buy a necklace or a lip gloss or some kind of accessory. That's an, it's actually a battle rope. It's not really a necklace, it's actually a battle rope. So that's a, that, that's a rogue battle rope right there. Um, in case you're wondering. If I can find the large that I can squeeze into, sure, maybe I'll get it. But I shouldn't have to do that. So I'm going to complain. No, yeah, shocker, you're going to complain. Who said she's 21? Is that accurate? I believe it. My goodness. My fucking goodness. Okay, let's do the other one. Then we'll do Disney last. Disney last. This one's called Being Fat. All right. Not the first What's one. in the box? And the next one is called Disney, so I think y'all know we're gonna do that one last. This person says, I don't wanna be fat because I have been before and it was uncomfortable. I am also so much healthier now, so why would I ruin that? Pause. Uh, her ad is, don't go harass her. Not that any of you do. I've had people say like, oh, you covered someone and everyone came and gave me death threats. I'm like, bull fucking shit. No one's watching my show and then trolling people's pages. No one's sending death threats. It's such a fucking cope. Bullshit. No one that watches this show is that much of a fucking idiot. We, you know, I don't have that kind of followers that do that shit. Um, the, her hair is horrendous. If you're just listening, she looks like Jim Carrey on meth. But let's, let's still, let, let's get into this a little bit more. Because what you said here was, I don't want to be fat because I've been fat before. This is a response to a question and it was uncomfortable. And her ad is social anxiety expert, which is scary. You're not an expert in this. I think we covered something from her recently. Uh, and the last thing I'm going to listen to you on is social anxiety for fuck's sake. But remember, I think it was probably her. We talked about this. Every single one of you that were obese, you listed tons of side effects and tons of reasons why it fucked your world up and you would never want to be obese again. 
all the negative side effects and you all like listed paragraph, 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 everyone that you've been there and you've said it. So it's nonsense. Anything that she says like, oh, it's not that bad. Get the fuck out of here. I know it's not. And you all have confirmed that we went through tons and tons of posts for and it was uncomfortable. I am also so much healthier now. So why would I ruin that? In that last video, when I asked, why do you not want to be fat? It was to get you to think about the reasons behind not wanting to be fat. Not f fucking dying. I'm not suggesting that everybody try to become fat because fat is better somehow. But uh -huh. one of the main things about fat phobia is that we assume uh -huh. fat people are unhealthy because of their fat. They're fat because they're unhealthy. I, this fucking flippening in the brain. Stop trying to play the word games. Is that we assume fat people are unhealthy because of their fat. No, they're unhealthy which leads to them being fat among other things. That's how it works. That's how it works. It's not that they're fat first and so they're unhealthy. Like Jesus fucking Christ, that's not how it fucking works. You're not just magically fat and oh, it, it, this is not chicken or the egg. Like you are unhealthy, leads you to being fat. There you go. Like, it's not like I can't fit into the clothes, so then I'm muscular. It's like I'm muscular and then I can't fit. Sorry, they're doing some lawn stuff, so they're leaf blowing right now. But even if every single person on this planet ate the same foods, did the same exercise, we all lived the exact same lives, there would still be fat people and non-fat people. And there are some healthy habits that you can adopt that will probably make you lose weight. So let's say, for example, that I don't want to drink soda because we know soda is not good for you. If I am previously a soda drinker and I give up drinking soda, there is a good chance that I will lose weight from that. But even if I did not lose any weight from cutting soda out, the you cutting will. out of the soda is the healthy habit. In all the videos that I've made about this in the past couple days, I was very clear to say intentional weight loss because that's what I mean when the intention is weight loss and not health. But because of fat phobia, we conflate them to be one and the same thing, that being fat is bad health, being thin is good health. And statistically, if you're going based on the mortality rate, people who are slightly overweight are actually the healthiest group. Most of our research about fat and its effects on the body are not done well either. All of these studies are also based on the BMI, which is also not accurate and has racist origins. All right. Um, one thing that we do know, it's really hard to fix stupid. So again, the language behind it is like, well, we're talking about intentional weight loss. If you're doing these things to lose weight, it's fat phobic. So it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. No, I'm going to cut out soda because I'm cutting out soda because it's not good for me. I'm not cutting out soda to lose weight. I'm cutting out soda to be healthier. And if I happen to lose weight, that's okay. But if I cut out soda to lose fat, then it's fat phobic. It's mind games. It's mind games. It's fuckery. Again, it's mind games and fuckery. That's all it is. Losing extra body fat is healthier for you. Cutting out soda is healthier for you. Like all you're doing 
is your all you're doing is you're playing some weird fucking game um, in order to I don't know make your fucking shitty point rather than fixing the strings coming out of like whatever's coming out of your head is just deeply deeply um, deeply offensive deeply fucking offensive yes chico Michael, I don't hate you because you're fat. You're fat because I hate you. Mean girls. <laughs> um, Cal, is every part of the U.S. woke you're getting as bad as us Brits? Well, I mean, we fucking left to get away from you people. And uh, God, it's still coming across the pond. You fucking people. We thought we escaped. <laughs> yeah. The Brits are super, you guys are super liberal. Like the average moderate here in the United States is like a hardcore right wing in, in Britain. Um, so funny. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's move right along. Let's move right along. And, uh. Yeah, they're leaf blowing now. It was like fine the whole time. So apologize for that. I'm going to try to mute it. All right, this last one. Here we go. It's called Disney. What's in the box? Here we go. This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Tilled this land from sea to sea to sea. First it was rice, tobacco, sugar cane. Then Whitney did his thing and cotton became king. And we were its soldiers. Four million strong. Fighting for America's freedoms, even though we remained America's slaves. slaves. Built this country. The descendants of slaves continue to build this. Slaves, slaves built this country. And we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations for their suffering. And continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the system. Systemic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy that America was founded with and still has not atoned for. Slaves built this country. Not only field hands, but... I'm going to stop you right there, and I'm trying to keep my microphone on mute because of the leaf blowing. Still has not atoned for? Get the fuck out of here. Get the absolute fuck out of here. That's a straight-up lie. This is 1619 Project bullshit. If you don't know what that is, Google it. It's a fucking disaster. Um, let's continue. Carpenters, masons, blacksmiths, musicians, inventors, built cities from Jamestown to New Orleans to Bannockhead, Washington, 40 acres and a mule. We'll take the 40 acres, keep the mule. We, we made, made your, your families, families rich. rich. From the southern plantation heirs to the northern bankers to the New England ship owners, the founding fathers, former presidents, current senators, the Illuminati, the New World Order. Slaves built this country. We had Tubman, Turner, Frederick D. Then they say Lincoln freed the slaves. But slaves were men and women, and only we can free ourselves emancipation is not freedom jim crow segregation redlining public schools feeding private prisons where we become slaves again as we celebrate juneteenth for, for the umpteenth time our account is still outstanding because this country was built on slavery which means slaves built this country and we demand our 40 acres and a mule you can keep the mule keep the 40 we're taking our freedom <laughs> Yeah.
Yeah, this is Disney, by the way. So, um, <laughs> where do you start with that? So, the fact that if this car, let's just let's make one statement here. If this country is so terrible, this country is so bad, if this country is, has so much systemic racism, so much white supremacy, it's everywhere. A black person can't walk down the street without getting shot by the cops, all the bullshit narratives. If that was true, then how come more black people have come to this country? Uh, like millions and millions and millions and millions of people more that ever came during slavery. Like why are people continuing to come to this country? From Mexico, from Africa, from everywhere. It's because the country's fucking awesome. Because it's an amazing country. Yes, there are other amazing countries too. Doesn't make America and the United States not amazing. It's like, this is why. Otherwise, it was so bad, then you wouldn't continue to come. And let's not forget that there's more slavery today than at, at, than any point in, in history. So many countries had slaves. Many countries today still have slaves. People don't want to talk about that. You just want to focus on something that will fit a narrative that will try to leverage power and, you know, the whole white guilt thing, but not happening. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I've never, my family and I've never, we've never, you know, I've never owned, I've never personally owned a slave, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not claiming any kind of um, apologies or reparations like Why? has nothing to do with me whatsoever. They're all dead. Uh, let's see, Brandon, I've never owned a black slave and I'm willing to bit, bet that no black American has been forced to pick cotton. Do you want reparations for what? Uh, Nancy, 1% of the entire African slave trade came to the United States. Only 1% of the population owned slaves at the height of slavery. Um, let's see. Uh Frank, 40 million slaves in the world today. That's crazy. That's crazy. I know what the number is, but I know there's more slaves today than ever in history. Brandon, my ancestors came from Germany, so maybe I should pay reparations to Jews and gypsies. <sighs> right? So there's a lot. There's a lot of issues with that. But um, if you're letting your kids watch Disney then you might want to know what else is on um, those networks. So Disney is a pretty fucking evil company for many reasons, and it's continuing to get worse. So just a heads up, that's, I, I don't know where that was from. I don't know where that was. We had the video in the folder for a couple days. I don't know if it was, it's a cartoon on TV, was on the Disney network. I don't know. You could Google it. I don't know where that was played or what cartoon that's from but it was on the Disney channel. It was created by Disney. So you might want to look into that if you have kids. Uh, let's see here. Dan, my family immigrated from Italy well after slavery ended, but I was still told by an Indian woman that that doesn't matter and I'm still just as bad as white slavers. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth, how about the slaves kept in Africa today? No talk about them. All oh, the ones that are mining cobalt and stuff like that. Uh, by the way, who sold, who sold slaves to the slave traders, your countrymen or other African tribes and tribal leaders and stuff like that. Blacks sold blacks. 
but no one wants to talk about that either. Uh, positive charisma. Look, the thing is, like those of you that watch this show, myself included, that flag behind me represents equality, not necessarily equal opportunity. I mean, it's open opportunity. Like, I mean, it'd be great if everyone has the same opportunities, but it's going to be impossible. You can't make, you can't have everyone have the same opportunities, but you know, that flag should, it's still trying. The flag is still trying and the people that support it are still trying to make sure that people are judged by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. So whether you're Indian or Asian or black or from the Philippines or from South America, it doesn't matter. If you want to support this country and work hard and produce for this, for this nation, then you can come here legally, of course, but that's a whole other conversation. Uh, and it's just creepy. It's creepy and it's fucking crazy that people are trying to bring back racism. That the seg- like people are trying to bring this back. The left is trying to bring back segregation. They're trying to bring back this vitriol. Uh, positive charisma. The black non-Americans who move here can't even stand the black Americans that are already here. I watch many African shows and casts and they almost always mention disdain towards that community. Yeah, and that's not discussed enough. That when it comes to racism, there's a lot of that within the black community, right? Light skin, dark skin, you know, um, na- you know, Americans or what positive charisma just said, like there's a lot, uh, of hate, like within some of these communities as well, but that doesn't get you views. That doesn't get you power. That doesn't get you leverage. So that's why it's not really focused on. Ah, it was the Proud Family reboot. I didn't even, I've heard of that. I didn't even know there was a boot to begin with. It's rebooted. Everything's rebooted. Everything's getting redone because our culture is fucking crumbling and no one has any new fucking ideas. Okay. I agree, Matt. Matt says, I'm just exhausted with all the bitching and complaining. Lift weights, eat meat, and just stay in our own lanes. Let's move on. I agree. And, you know, I think was it uh, Morgan Freeman said it famously in that interview years ago that if you want racism to go away, stop fucking talking about it. And he said that, look up the interview. It's great. I mean, it's true. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. Like stop making it the focus of every conversation and it will go away. It will dissipate continuously. It will continue to dissipate. Everything takes time and generations, but stop focusing on it and it won't be a fucking issue. If you focus, it doesn't mean you don't make improvements. You continue to make improvements, but you stop focusing on it as if assuming everyone's like, you don't make that the front and center conversation. Like all this talk about it has diminished the the word racism, has bastardized it, has completely diluted it. So it doesn't mean anything because everyone and everything is evil and racist and supremacy and all that shit. It just makes it completely devalued. It's the boy who cried wolf. Now when you call someone a racist, it's like saying like, hey, you suck. It loses all value when it's a real serious problem. It's a real serious thing in itself, but it's just not as prevalent as these people are trying to push and it's creating a huge rift and bringing it back. It shouldn't be the main focus of every conversation. It's actually very rarely um, the main issue. Unless you bring it up and make it the main issue, then of course it's the main issue, but which is the goal because uh, anyway. Okay, let's get into, uh, we got a swole card. We got a swole card. First off, we got a tainty man. We got a tainty boy. Aww. We got a tainty man. And of course, 
We got Tainty in the church. We got the church over here. I'm gonna try to get a better angle because she's so cute. She just wants to get the slapies. And the Tainty Man is just completely knocked the fuck out. No one cares. No one here cares. Hey, Tainty Man, what do you think about racism, Tainty Man? Tainty Bar, are you racist? Hello? Tainty Man? Like, just doesn't care. If the show was going and I'm yelling, they'd no reaction. But the moment I'm like, click, click, and I get up for the, oof, they're awake. So, okay, let's give away today's swole card. I think we know where this fucking dick draft is going. Let's see what we got. We do. We do. We have our winner. It is Kristen. It's Kristen because it's fucking unreal. Kristen, send us an email to supportsenormous.com. Everyone, this is from our Facebook group. If you missed this story at the beginning, um, how dare you? How dare you have missed it? How fucking dare you? How dare you? It's an amazing story. The transformation picture is fucking unreal. Go and um, into the Facebook group and let Kristen know that she won today's swole card. Kristen, send us an email to support at swolecard swole card 2469. The subject, your mailing address in the body of the email. Absolutely fan-fucking-tastic. And of course, we'll take some soundboard requests, but tomorrow, tomorrow, you filthy fucking swole sluts, we have... Our Swole Fam Roundtable, World Famous Roundtable. World Famous Roundtable? Roundtable tomorrow? Roundtable 36, you filthy fucking animals. Shut up, bitch! Roundtable 36, Roundtable 36. Mañana. Jueves. El a las cinco en la noche. En la noche, en la noche. 5 p.m., fuck it. Tomorrow, be there, sluts! I'm gonna jam out. You got a soundboard request. Everson K2 right there. You mean right here? Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> The uh. one-handed jam. I'm trying to find the thing. How shall we back off, oh lord? Hairy legs, I got you. I got hairy legs. I do. Oh, I do. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the... No Matt Damons today. That's a good day, says Chris. No Matt Damons? I usually break that button. Then we mix it up. We mix it up. No medication except my fucking antidepressants. You switch the samples. 
<laughs> we choose truth over facts. That was nice. You see that move? See that move? I'm totally comfortable in my body. I just don't want to be in pain. That's a huge bitch. Another example of cake gender would be if someone feels like they have different layers or flavors to their particular gender. So per is a neo pronoun that comes from the word person, which is why I really like them. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn! Piano cook! Got it out. Coast to coast. Fucking yeah, baby. Got that shit going. Come on, man. Crank up that hog. Fam, solnormousx.com. Join us. Be there tomorrow for the round table. La mesa en el circulo. Tomorrow, 9th. Tomorrow, February 9th. 5 p.m. Eastern time. 5. 5. 5 p.m. I give it a, uh, a 10. No, 5. A 10. 5. A fucking 10. 5 p.m. Eastern time, not 10. 5 p.m. We'll see you there. Thanks for being here. Share the stream with your friends. Leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Sorry for the background noise. They're supposed to be done. I'm kind of pissed, but it's all right. We'll make it. We'll live. We'll survive. Uh, we live to make some more sick fucking games. So enjoy your pump today, eat some beef, and we'll see you tomorrow for the round table and back here on Friday for an overtime segment, brand new DWG. Um, so we'll see you Friday for 2471, 2470 tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern time, round table, round table, round table, round table. Peace, McGee's Deuce McGoose, your boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 oh. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Paid away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock's crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't laugh, and they so mad, it's like me. Yeah, I found that Young King with my crown at Ten racks in the fanny pack